Welcome to the Empowerment Radio Show, the show that empowers, inspires, and motivates. Hear from experts in all areas of business as they share proven techniques that have helped them earn millions and have more free time. Learn the tricks of the trade, including how to market your business and develop the million-dollar mindset needed to succeed. Be sure to register for more information at torontowomensexpo.com. Use hashtag EWTS, which is short for Empowering women to succeed. Now, let's welcome the host of the Empowerment Radio Show, Randy Goodman. Hello everyone, this is Randy here from the Empowerment Radio Show and I have another incredible guest for you today. Her name is Gabby Abdelgadir. Woohoo! <laughs> We have an audience today. How exciting. Well, thank you so much for being with us here today, Gabby. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to hear a little bit about you. I know you've already read wrote I know you've already written a book. Yeah. Which is awesome. So do you want to tell us a little bit about you and what led you to what you do today? Yeah, I wrote the book. Um as I was healing from so many types of health attacks due to stress, and I, I always wanted to write anyways. Um, it is about my life, uh, paradigms I picked up from childhood, and how they affected me growing up, and then I learned in the last 15 years how to overcome them and become me rather than what my parents wanted me to be or other people expected me to be. So that was about my life and the challenges that I had. I had a lot of challenges and how I overcame them. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, it's wonderful that you, you know, not wonderful that you had to experience these in your life, but that you're strong enough that you had the courage to share these stories so that you can help somebody else, you know? Yes, you yes. can help change someone else's life, and I commend you for that. So thank you for doing that. Thank you. It's wonderful. Well, so you. tell us about the business that you have today. I um, work full-time. I am also a life insurance agent as part-time. I am a Toastmaster, and I am now creating a coaching program business for women in shelter, women in welfare, and the young generation who uh, is lost in the shuffle, that nobody is teaching them how to spend their time wisely, how to have faith in themselves and in the universe in general. And most of all, people are lacking gratitude. Mm -hmm. They're not grateful for what they have. They're always complaining. And uh, so that would be my, my passion. That is what I'm planning to do. Okay, so you see this a lot in the a world, lot, yeah. and this is something that you would like to help people with. Absolutely. Okay, so do you mind giving us a couple of tips? Well, first of all, can you first tell us, how do you see in people that they're not grateful? Like, what signs do they give you that you see they're not grateful and that this is an issue? Yeah, sure. I had some family members who used to call me at least three, four times a week after a long day at work, and they all they do is complain and they reached the point where I decided I don't have to listen because they will not change they will not listen to my advice so 
The first thing is to, uh, to start getting rid of people who don't uplift you, who mm-hmm. pull you down with their negative energy. That is one. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing is... But what if they're your child or your spouse or your parent? Parent. My parents are deceased, but there was no way to talk them out of what they believed, okay. which is some of the paradigms growing up that I picked up that I have changed, not only changing, but I have changed. Um, I don't have to follow anybody's beliefs, anybody's rules. Right now, I believe what I believe, and I believe I am who I am. I should be accepted for who I am, and I'm grateful for who I am. So this is, if family members, there is nothing you can do about it if they are direct family members. But if they are second cousins or like whatever, just meet them on occasions like Christmas, New Year, birthdays. Mm -hmm. You don't have to listen to their negativity every day or every week. Limit your time with them. Yeah. Okay. That's good advice. What happens if you live with them or like, is there anything that we can do? to limit our time (laughs) with those people like how can we or is there something we can do to help them get through their ungratefulness or their negativity is there anything we can do yeah like my son had a bad year in when he was 12 I think he was in grade 7 and he is a good kid very compassionate kind but he had an issue with one teacher the whole year so he wouldn't allow me to go speak to the mm-hmm. teacher because he said he doesn't want to look like a crybaby right so one day he had a particular mm-hmm. bad day and he came in and i said i hate my school now na 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 and then i just listened had dinner and everything he did his homework when he was going to bed what i say to him every night is don't forget to pray mikey and don't forget to say thank you Mm-hmm. What is there to be thankful about? He said to me that night. I said, mm-hmm. uh-oh, come sit down in the living room. Let's talk. He goes, what now? Because let's talk means serious <laughs> business. So he came in and sat down, and I told him, Mikey, every Sunday you watch those shows from Save the Children, from UNICEF, from whoever. He goes to me, yeah. Did you see those children who don't have shoes, who don't have one meal per day? I mm-hmm. told him, you're having five meals a day. Right. Say thank you. You take a hot shower twice a day where there are kids out there who don't have clean water to drink. He goes, I get it, mom, I get it. He started crying. Mm. Since that day, I listed, actually I told him, no, sit down. I will list at least 10 for now, but I could make them to 100 if you don't. So so he never, ever uh, said I'm not going to be grateful. He never repeated that attitude again. So Mm -hmm. he's always, I make sure he says thank you when he wakes up. Mm -hmm. At least he's alive. He yep. has a roof over his head. You woke up. <laughs> yeah. And then, thank you, regardless how hard, that's how I live. Mm-hmm. Like, regardless how hard my day was, every night before I go to bed, I say thank you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that is one example. And everything in our life is an experience. Exactly. Right? exactly. And it makes us who we are today. So yeah. whether they're good or bad, they still help us grow. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And we use those experiences to get better. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. They so make us stronger. At least I know it has made me. Challenges have made me a stronger person, mm-hmm. a more grateful person, and more compassionate person. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think when we have negative things in our life or challenges in our lives, it makes us appreciate the rest. 
Absolutely. so much more. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yes. Yes. And then even appreciate those negative things for allowing us growth, yeah. right? Yeah. To learn from them and build on them so they don't happen again or so we don't surround ourselves with those kind of people yeah. or whatever yeah. the result yeah. is, yeah. right? That's huge, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Thank well, thank you. you. So tell us a little bit about your book. First, tell us what's your book called and give us like a couple of tidbits of why we would want to read your book. <laughs> My book is called Grace, Peace, Balance, Surviving and Thriving Against All Odds, and it's all about survival. Um, it starts from my life before I was six years old. That's when I actually learned about change. Mm -hmm. So change is uh, one big thing that I talk about, the change that I went through. Some of them are good, some of them are not so good. Okay. And uh, I talk about the experiences I went through. By the time I was six, I was separated from my father into a different country, different language, um, and got used to it eventually and learned the language. And by the time I was in grade 10, there was a war, so I, I am a survival of war and genocide. Yeah. Then we had to run to another country again, my mom and I. My brother had left already, I only have one brother. So it's a lot of things that I learned from living in a villa with a nanny, growing up with a nanny, mm -hmm. to having to run away from a country with only your birth certificates and a few dollars, mm -hmm. and then start over and then rent a room from a villa to renting a room with somebody. And then by the time we got to another country, I got to see my dad after all these years who became like a stranger and a friend to me instead of a dad. I had no feelings for him by then. And he was bankrupt by the time. He was from a millionaire to mm. bankrupt. Um, so I had to look for a job. Then again, I had to learn a new language, which was Arabic at the time. Mm -hmm. I had to learn this language. I had to find a job, day job evening job. My English was very good, so I didn't have that problem. So I started working with lawyers for two hours part-time, doing all their letters and mm -hmm. things like that. Three jobs for me to get out of that one-bedroom rental so that my mom and I could live alone mm -hmm. in, a, in a decent apartment or a house, which we, which we eventually did. And then became my target to send my mom to see her family. She was very close to her family, so I had to work, work, work. And I used to type uh, masters for university students. Mm -hmm. They used to pay me $2 per page those days. That is at night. So right. full day, then evening, and then at night after dinner, I would close myself so that I don't disturb anybody and type all these master's documents to make more money, right? right. We had no money when we came. So anyway, those things, then anyway, eventually life got better. I was working for United Nations for several years, made good money, traveled, life started to pick up, and then things went bad again um, where I was living. So my mom wanted me out, so I went out, lived in the Middle East for a good one of the top oil companies. Seven and a half years, my mom was in Ethiopia. She passed away. I wasn't able to attend her funeral. Mm -hmm. That is when I decided that I am getting out of 
the Middle East, Africa, all of it. Mm -hmm. I'm just going somewhere where there is no discrimination, where there is no politics, because I couldn't attend my mom's funeral because she was a different nationality than I was, and Mm. the two countries had issues. Okay. Even though I had proof that she was my mom, I had to go. They wouldn't let me until I get a visa, so... And then I said that was it. So I eventually went, did the funeral, did the memorial service, and I went back to my job in the Middle East, and I applied to Canada. And you know what? The universe wanted it to happen. Mm-hmm. Within six months, I had my landed immigrant right in my in my job. Wow. Courier to me. Wow. So here I am, and I met my husband here, mm-hmm. had my son, Michael, God bless him, and life was okay. I had great jobs in Canada, and then my husband was, unfortunately, he was hit by cancer, one of the worst cancers ever, Mm. two and a half years of suffering from chemo, and eventually passed away when my son turned eight, 2008, yeah, so Mm -hmm. I am a single mom. Mm -hmm. During all this time, I have learned how to be strong. And I also learned every day when I wake up in the morning to say thank you. I am alive, my son is there, my husband, yes, he's in chemo, but he was there. That's when I actually mm-hmm. started to be more grateful. Right. At least he's got one more day with his son. Mm-hmm. And um, ever since, I got in a lot of debt because I lost a huge salary from my, where my, what my husband was bringing. Mm-hmm. So I cleaned up my RRSP, right. cleaned up every saving I had, sold one car. And still you're grateful. And I, I am grateful. And still at the end of the day. Yeah, I'm a good mom. Despite all the terrible things, you're still grateful. That Thank is you. awesome. I am. I yeah. Am. I am. That's very strong mindset. It's Thank a decision you. that you make. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's a conscious decision that you make. Am I going to be miserable and angry and yeah. grumpy? It's a choice. Or yeah. am I going to live my life happy and still be grateful for what I have and yeah, realize it can always be worse? Yeah. Right? Absolutely. I have seen it all. I don't think yeah. what could be worse than what I have seen. The war, the genocide, or seeing somebody die in front of you where you right. cannot help them. Right. Uh, I don't know which one is worse. So right now... I'm just grateful every morning when I wake up. It's a new day. It's a new life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's a new opportunity. That's how it's I It's a lesson life. for all of us. Yeah. And, you know, it's amazing that you were able to write this in a book and tell us your story and show us how it doesn't matter how terrible it is that we should still be grateful. We should still be grateful. We, we have. should still we have a choice to make ourselves happy mm-hmm. with the smallest things. So where can people find your book? Amazon.com. Okay. Yeah, that's where they can find it. It's available on, uh, yeah, in hard copy and uh, electronic. Yeah. Kindle. Kindle. Okay, yeah, perfect. It's available on Kindle and it's available on. Awesome. And tell them yeah. what the book's called again. So they Grace, peace, balance, surviving and thriving against all odds by Gabi Abdelkadir. So do you mind spelling your last name for everybody <laughs> so that they can find you if they want to search you that way? Okay, so Gabi is 1-B-G-A-B-Y. Abdel Gadir is A-B-D-E-L-G-A-D-I-R. Wow. Well, it's been an emotional and wonderful 
time to talk with you. Thank and you. And I'm grateful Thank you. to have you share your story with us and to teach us, because I'm sure many of them out there haven't had the experiences yeah. or as bad as you've experienced, and you still come out grateful. And, you know, I'm feeling emotional about this, but, um, you know, thank you for sharing with people and letting them know that there's always something to be grateful about. Absolutely. There's always positive, there's always wonderful things happening that you can be grateful for. Absolutely. Because you compare yourself like you did with your son yeah. and teaching them that it can always be worse. Yeah, right? Absolutely. So let's be grateful for what we have today. So yeah. it's an amazing lesson that you're teaching everybody. Thank you. Thank you for that. And thank, thank you. you for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure, Andy. Well, it's my pleasure. And so thank you, Gabby, for being on. And I want to thank everybody out there. Please be grateful. These and podcasts have faith. Have faith. Mm-hmm. And these podcasts are all about helping you through different challenges. So if you find that this is one of your challenges, take some of Gabby's advice and implement it into your life and look around the people who are near you and help them be more grateful as well. And if you don't mind, please sharing this podcast with anybody that you know, especially those that you feel should have a little more gratefulness in their lives. That would be fabulous. And please write a review on the podcast. Thank you so much. We'll see you on the next podcast. Thank you for listening to the Empowerment Radio Show. Want more empowerment from Randy Goodman? Stay up to date and follow Randy on Twitter at Randy Connects. That's Randy with an I. Remember to use hashtag EWTS, which is short for Empowering Women to Succeed. Or visit TorontoWomensExpo.com.